Kate Winters winced and resisted the urge to say, careful, as the big burly guy hit a bump on his way down the truck's ramp, jarring the Victorian-era roll-top desk. The second the wheels hit even ground, she released the breath she'd been holding and followed him inside her shop, yesterday's treasures. Her cell phone rang. Glancing down, she frowned. She had a strong urge to ignore the caller and concentrate on her delivery. Instead, she sighed, pressed answer, and said, Hey, Mom, what's up? Hi, sweetie. Chrissy just texted you the pictures of the bridesmaid's dresses she picked out. You're maid of honor, so she wants your approval. Will you take a look so we can order them today? Sure. Hold on a minute. She tamped down the bit of envy that sprang free every time she thought of her sister's engagement and brought up the text message to scroll through the photos. After all, Chrissy deserved to be happy. It's just that she always figured she would beat her younger sister to the altar. That she obviously wasn't going to had been a wake-up call. So, her mother said, interrupting her thoughts, what do you think? Kate refocused on the dress and smiled at the color. Rose, Chrissy's favorite. I love the style, and that shade of pink should enhance everyone's complexions. Even hers, she added mentally, while her mother chatted about the wedding plans. Thankfully, Tippy Winters didn't mention her true opinion regarding her older daughter's still single status. That after dating the same man since college, it was well past time for marriage. She glanced back at the truck. Peter, whose name was embroidered above the pocket of his work shirt, had already unloaded several pieces. Look, Mom, I've got a delivery man here, and I need to tell him where to put my pieces. Tippy never tired of voicing her disapproval, and Kate didn't have the time for the same old lecture about not getting any younger. Okay, dear, we'll talk later. Kate disconnected. It was bad enough to hear her mom's voice inside her head saying her eggs wouldn't stay fresh forever. Like I don't already have enough to worry about, she grumbled as she headed out to the truck. Peter loaded up the last piece and scuttled down the ramp like he was going to a fire. Once inside, he angled the hand truck in the opposite corner of where she'd asked him to unload the furniture. Wait, she said in her firmest voice. He slowed his forward momentum and spared her a glance. She smiled sweetly, going for the poor little old me routine, batted her eyes and pointed. Would you mind placing it in that corner like I wanted? I'm a delivery guy, not a mover, he said, his tone snide, and turned the hand truck containing the heavy 18th century armoire toward the chest and other items he'd unloaded. You're also a jerk, she said under her breath. She counted to ten, but it did little good to ease her annoyance. Back up, bucko. Determined he would honor her request, she squared her shoulders. I suggest you put the armoire over there. After throwing her another brief glance, he stopped, none too pleased with the interruption. This time her expression said, don't mess with me. Otherwise, I'm calling your supervisor. It was an empty threat, 
but he didn't have to know that. A complaint to his boss would generate bad karma. She wasn't into causing anyone to lose a source of income in this economy. It was simply that moving the furniture to where she'd indicated would be far easier for him than for her. She was five foot two and weighed a hundred pounds soaking wet. This guy had to be at least a hundred and fifty pounds heavier and towered over her by nearly a foot.